Naye Lupondwana on SAFM. Here you all, let me introduce you to our guest for tonight. In no particular order, we do have Ras Tau Tau Haramanuba. He's the president of the Rastafari United Front. Ras Tau Tau Haramanuba, good evening to you and thank you very much for being to talk to us. Uh, good evening, Brother Naye and the listeners of SAFM and the honorable guest. And thanks again for inviting us to take part in this conversation. Also, we do have Sheikh Rafiq Hassan from the Islamic Interfaith Research Institute. Sheikh, good evening to you and thank you very much for being to talk to us. Uh, evening, to, uh, evening to you, Naya, and uh, to your listeners and to the guests. Peace be on all. Thank you very much. Bishop Julius Maloy also joins us as the president of the Christian Ministers of Southern Africa. Bishop, good evening to you, and thank you very much for going to talk to us. Good, good evening, Naya. Good evening to the guests and to the listeners of SAFM. All right, we're going to jump in. And uh, by the way, be informed that um, uh, the Sheikh has to leave at 10 minutes before. 10 minutes before 8. And so he will uh, duck out. We'll give him the opportunity to say his parting words just before he has to leave. So please uh, be informed of that. All right, let's jump in. And we're going to begin with uh, the Bishop. Uh, Bishop Molloy, I'm sure you've heard many Christians in South Africa saying God is good all the time. All the time God is good. Is this true, Bishop? Yes, it is true. God is good all the time. All right. If God is always good, or God is good all the time, why does he allow bad things or evil things to happen? Well, it depends on uh, uh, how you define your sense of goodness, because uh, being good is actually being beneficial. It doesn't necessarily mean that uh, uh, a person will not have pain from you or he will not cry from you just like a parent i like you use the analogy of a parent to say well i don't think a child gets excited when the parent punishes him or a child gets excited when the parents give them better medication to drink or all of these other negative things that a child may perceive coming from the parent's side but everything that the parents does is for the good of the child so Goodness is based on that, not necessarily that he will only give sweet things or exciting things, but goodness is the holistic preservation of the humanness of of the of the person. Okay, all right, I I, I can take that. Let's then mm-hmm. take that a bit further, there, Bishop. Before we move on to the next guest, with parents, parents don't kill their children. But this God kills us. We have HIV, we have tuberculosis, we have cancer. Now we have coronavirus. This God allows things to happen to us, even though he claims to be good. Surely this cannot be also in the realm of good parenting to take us out. You are correct. Um, You see, God will not always do things the way we like. Or he will not do things so that we can define them or describe them in a proper way for what we like. I mean, if you look at uh, Proverbs 12, for an example, uh, it says that uh, the Lord um, disciplines those he loves, you understand? And you might say, um, if people die, if people get sicknesses and disease and all of those things, that is totally different uh, approach altogether. It's a different picture altogether. Um, it, 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 it should not be taken within the same context as um, a child and a parent. God 
runs the universe. And the universe is run from a different set of principles than it is, you know, to run a, 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 a home with, with children. Um, so the analogy uh, might be applied in one instance, but in the other instance, once you run the universe, and the universe has got its own set of principles that, that, that God is running them by. Yeah, so does, does killing people also fall under the banner of God being good? Yes, yes. What part um, of that is good, Bishop? Like I'm, like I'm saying, and I want to repeat it again, God is not going to be good based on what we define good as. And I think we should be clear on that. Help us understand God's definition of good in the context of people dying of HIV, cancer, tuberculosis, coronavirus, and you can name them. Give us the God's understanding of good in that context. People die, like I'm saying, um, people die from different sicknesses. And I think there's a couple of scriptures that are addressing the issue of, in the end times, there will be pestilences, uh, there will be resilience and resurgence of sicknesses when you read in the book of Daniel. Uh, they, so it is a normal uh, occurrence of the evilness of human beings as they go through the stages towards their own, their own destruction. So for an example, let me give you a, just a typical example. If you are going to have, I, I just want to use a very simple example. If you're going to have unprotected sex, for example, uh, the, you will, there is a chance of somebody falling pregnant. It is a natural occurrence. It is a, a, a consequence of your action. It does not need God to be good or evil for that to happen. And taking from that, you can add anything to that to say there are things that are within the natural space and it becomes then the consequences of human behavior. If you are going to eat something poisonous, you're going to die. If, you know, so we can give example after examples of things that are as a result of humanistic choices and the decisions that we make as far as what we as human beings are, are, are desiring or are chasing after. Okay. And those things result in death. All right. it, is not, it is not God who brings, who comes and sits with a stick and is ready to bash anybody uh, that 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 irritated. No, no, no. We'll a come lot back of the to things that. <laughs> that are happening is because of what what our human choices are. We'll try and make time to come back to that there, uh, Bishop. Thank you very much, Sheikh. Your take from your perspective, from the Muslim perspective, is God always good? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, now, always uh, wrecking our brains. Now, provocative points you raise, and uh, thank you for that. Look, uh, I just quote you one verse. Uh, from the Quran, chapter 30, verse 41. Uh, and that's just talking about uh, the issues that we are raising here. And it, I'm paraphrasing, in mischief has appeared on land and sea, or evil or, you know, wrongdoings have appeared on land and sea because of what human beings have done at the hands of human beings. You know, so, so here we are responsible for our actions. You see, there are many other verses like that in the Quran, uh, we are living in a world of cause and effect. So if we, uh, you know, God has given us the freedom of choice now. So we are living in a world of cause and effect. We're living in the world of choice, freedom of choice. Now, God has given us, I want to give just one simple example, maybe the use of the road, the government, if the government is God, 
and they want us to drive safely and peacefully and successfully on our roads and they make the laws and the car makers make the right cars. But if the people don't observe those rules and they speed and drinking and all the nonsense that goes with it and accidents and mayhem, not God's fault. God is not the author of that confusion, neither is the car manufacturer. So it's, it's the people who did not observe the rules. So in a sense, Islam, the position from an Islamic perspective is that God uh, created us as his representative on earth, you know, uh, as Jesus said, because this, this verse appears right at the beginning, chapter 2, verse 30, when God told the angels, I'm going to put my representative on earth. You know, in, in Arabic, it's what Khalifa. I'm, I'm going to put my representative on earth to live, you know, in harmony and to, to show people, you know, how to live in peace and harmony. But then, uh, you know, that man messed up. Uh, it's not God's fault. You know, he started making wars. The first murder, Cain killed Abel. He didn't tell Cain to do that. So, so we then had the set of rules, and we messed it up. Uh, we're not going to blame God for that. So I think in the long and short, uh, you know, there's one more verse I want to give. It is going with the uh, cosmology, the Islamic uh, cosmology of the creation. In chapter 33, verse 72, God says he offered the trust. So we are like a trustee, Naya. There's one is we are his representative in chapter 2, verse 30 of the Quran. And then chapter 33, verse 70 says we are his trustee. Now, you know, a trustee, you know, does, he doesn't, not supposed to do his own story. When he is appointed as a trustee of a trust, he's got to work with the, for the benefit of the trust and within the ambit and parameters of the aims and objectives of the trust. But if he starts stealing that money or starts doing other things with that money, then, and things go wrong, it's not the, uh, the you know, fault of the trust, it's not the fault of the people who created it, it's the person who's administering it. So I think the, the way Islam looks at the, the, the God himself is uh, absolutely true, absolute truth, he's absolute, uh, you know, everything good, but it's the human being who can do good, but he chooses not to do it. So the problem is with the human being and not God. All right, I'm going to take a break and come back. When we come back, I want us to get to the nub of this question before I even move on to Rastatau Haramanuba Sheikh. I'm going to ask you one more question, and you can respond to it after the break. The question we're trying to get answered is, if God allows evil things to happen, and the question presupposes that in this case, it is not the child that chose bad choices. The fact that he's being molested or raped doesn't mean that child made bad choices to be born in a family where the father is going to molest him or rape him. Surely this argument of it is because of your bad choices really needs to be revisited because it is not all evil that we see on earth because we have made bad choices. We have a problem of gender-based violence today. It is not all victims of gender-based violence that have made bad choices. Why did God allow that? We have people who are dying because of coronavirus. Not everybody who is dying of coronavirus is because they made bad choices. Even those who have contracted the HIV virus. They, some could have been born that way from parents who were HIV positive. Some could have been infected by wayward husbands or wayward wives. Not all evil that we see is because of bad choices. My question to you, gentlemen... What about those who had not made bad choices? 
Why does God allow evil to happen to those people who have not made bad choices? Mull over that. You answer that in the best, in the, in the best way possible after the break. Hashtag SAFM Facts of Faith. Welcome back and thank you very much for sticking around. You're still listening to Facts of Faith with me, Nayel Pondwana. We do have Rastauta Haramanua, president of the Rastafari United Front, who will be joining us in a short while to give us his perspective. Also, we do have Sheikh Rafiq Hassan, who's from the Islamic Interfaith Research Institute. And also, we do have Bishop Julius Manoy, president of the Christian Ministers of Southern Africa. They're giving us their perspectives. I'd like to hear your perspectives in a short while after we hear from Rastauta Haramanua. I'll be taking your calls. If you have any calls to make, please make them too. Oh, 891 or send your text messages to 41391 or perhaps you prefer to send a voice note or a WhatsApp text send that to our WhatsApp line and our WhatsApp line is 0614 So, Sheikh, this yes. argument of choices Surely we need okay. to just dispose of that because it does not apply to everybody. And our question is, with those who have not made bad choices, why did God allow bad things to happen to those people who have not bad, made bad choices? Okay. So I think that's a fair question, eh? Now, and again, the, from uh, you know, the way I understand uh, the, the Islamic cosmology in this, this uh, how Islam looks at these very important issues, is that if something like that happened, we 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 have a, a a belief system. Part of the you know, like we believe there's one God and we pray five times. You know, you call it articles of faith. And one of our articles of faith is We have this faith that uh, even you know that everything comes from God Almighty at the end. At the end of it. It's in his knowledge. And sometimes he tests us. So I get your point. You may be an innocent victim. So why does Allah, God allow a victim to, to emerge? Why is there such a thing as a victim and not just the perpetrator? So the thing is, you can't get a victim without a perpetrator and vice versa. This is a world of cause and effect. Or you can't have a perpetrator if there's no victim. So, so it, unfortunately, it's going together. We are living in a world of relativity and, and, you know, opposites. And so this is the nature of this world. But the Islam, how Islam balances this, uh, uh, Naya, yes, we don't look at it as it, it's a cruel God who did this. We say that God says if something like that, if you became a victim, an innocent victim, because of some perpetrator, you know, who did the wrong, Besides him being punished, he's going to be punished by God for his wrong. Uh, but you, in lieu, because of what you went through, God will use whatever happened to you as a form of expiation for your sins, and he will reward you and compensate you, you know, because you became the victim. So, so if you had an illness, the prophet, peace be upon him, said, nobody has any illness without God, uh, you know, using that illness as a means of expiation for the sins and wrong that he may have done. So, so it, this is how we look at it, uh, you know, that uh, unfortunately, you know, you're going to be driving, uh, leave raping, leave that another. How are you going to explain you're driving normally? It just happened to me today, this morning, Naya. Uh, you know, a, a guy almost drove right into me, you know, at a robot. He took a turn. Yep. And, 
and he couldn't take the turn. You know, I don't know whether he was on his phone. He was daydreaming, talking to the <laughs> passenger, his wife. And last minute, you know, now who did this? I don't know who did this. He he saw that he's coming straight for me, and, and he took a water turn and, like, missed me by, let's say, a meter, one millimeter. Oh. So, so I'm just saying we believe that whatever happens, it's going to be at the end, you know, if it's something I'm a victim, God is not going to let that go, you know, uh, unrewarded. We are in this world, we are living in a world which is not perfect. It's a world of relativity. There's good, there's bad. So, yeah, so that's how we look at it. Got it the got perpetrator it. will get his punishment and I'll get my reward for the test. It's regarded as a test for me. I hear you. All right, I'm going to move on to Rastel Tal Haram and Nuba. By the way, Sheikh, please find that verse for us and then you read it for us. Which what? verse? The one that says uh, all the evil that happens to you will be used as expiation for all sins yes. that you may have committed. Please find the verse and then we'll give you an opportunity to I read said it was it. a tradition of the the prophet said this, but I've got other verses here. The, the uh, prophet, this no, is it, right. it's but, in but now, books of Hadith. No, no, all right. All right. You, you can find those, those, uh, and, and then you can read that to us. Okay, fine. All right. Let's bring in uh, Rastautau Haramanuba. By the way, Rastautau, I'm, I'm listening to all of this. I'm curious to hear your take. Uh, is God good all the time? <laughs> or is, <laughs> is, is God good uh, at all? <laughs> well, uh, give thanks to my um, and the, the, the listeners, the bishop and the sheikh. Uh, our honourable guest. Um, from let me speak maybe from Rastafari perspective, uh, where, which is very directed to this point. But um, Rastafari say God is a supreme good, is an absolute good. Uh, but God is not the only force that is existing in our universe or in the cosmos. So there is a good and evil that is existing in the universe. So the evil, therefore, is what we will attribute to Babylon, will attribute to Satan, the devil, and so forth. So, uh, and hence, the philosophy of Rastafari is based on what we call positive philosophy. Our greetings is say, how are you? I'm fine. You never hear, I'm not iry. It's always iry. Yeah. It's a positive philosophy. It's a positive vibration. It's a positive thinking and positive inclination. So we will not blame Corona on God. Mm. We will not blame child abusers, rapists, molesters, pedophiles on God, uh, but on the evil. As Rastafari is a response to colonialism and slavery, we do not see colonialism and slavery as an act of God, but as the evil of men who who's or the author of that evil or the origin of that evil could abstractly be called the devil. So therefore, we say there are two equally balanced forces in the universe that are in eternal opposition. And this, for, uh, this good and bad exist in everybody. So if one choose good and to do good and incline themselves towards good, they become good and therefore they serve the greater good, which is the supreme good in you, which is the God in you. So therefore the evils, the negatives are attributed to the devil and the author of all negativity. So that is the briefest I can go. Although being aware that there are certain faiths that say good and bad come from God. Uh, is, uh, everything comes from Him. 
But now as an eternal student of God trying to... Uh, I'm not saying this with a full comprehension of God. That would be very uh, presumptuous of me. Um, I'm taught that uh, life is an endless unfoldment towards the real. The only time for us to completely comprehend the real is when we became the real. We have reached the totality of the journey. So as long as I still have the next hour after year, the next day after year, the next week after year, the next month, the next year, I'm still subject to growth and development. So is my knowledge and enlightenment of what God is uh, keep on growing. But where I am and what I'm being taught is when we speak of Rastafari as God, we speak of an absolute or the supreme good, which requires us, therefore, to talk about one love, uh, peace and love to everybody. You know, have to always show love and so forth and goodness because you're supposed to be on the side of God or you are inclined towards uh, the will of God. Okay. All right. So uh, uh, let's, let's correct a few things there, uh, Russ. We are not blaming God for coronavirus, at least mm. not for now. This conversation yeah. is not saying God brought coronavirus for now. Mm. This conversation says, why does God allow coronavirus to affect people? Why does God allow these evils? We're not suggesting that God is the maker for now in this conversation. We're suggesting he's the maker and the author of evil. But for a good God to see evil coming and still permit it to happen, surely something is off right there because we know there is no sane parent loving responsible parent who would see evil happening and it's approaching to his children and still allows it to happen surely this is there's something off with this whole idea of a god that is good all the time if he's going to allow the good seeing it's happening but allow it to happen that's what we're trying to understand does your faith really subscribe to the thought that, yeah, you're always ire in spite of the fact that this so-called omnipotent God has no power over Corona? People die, pray and fast, and still they die. We bury them day in, day out. Well, um, I, I, I understand you that, yes, we are not blaming God on the Corona and everything. But we also take into consideration there are certain concepts of God which are basically the blame, what we refer to as the blame God religion. They blame God for everything that is good. They blame God for everything that is bad. That, uh, like God, allow evil to prevail. But now in this case, like I've mentioned, that these are two equally balanced forces that exist in existence, where good will just manifest good. Like, for instance, I can only give love. I can give, give only what I have. And the hater can only give hatred. They can just do what they have. Uh, they can do best uh, what they are, their character, which is to hate and hatefulness. So I'm saying, in my understanding, is God is responsible for good, and the devil is responsible for evil. So that being the case, how God allow the devil to prevail or X amount of his people to get infected and not protect them is a mystery I'm trying to solve myself. All right. <laughs> I hear you. 
<laughs> I hear you. All right, we'll, we'll take another round trying to clarify a few things that were said by our guests. But right now, I want to take your calls. 0891-104207. 0891-104207. And we're going to read your tweets, your Facebook posts, your uh, WhatsApp uh, posts, and all of that. And then, uh, when we finish from those, um, we'll take your calls, 891 Start dialing right now, 891 Let's go to the tweets. Jack Pagati, at Jack Pagati 1, right? First John five nineteen. How's the answer? As a Christian, this is my answer. Possibly others from other religions have their own refer- references too. God is great and God plays no part in the thriving evil on me, on any part of the world. He has created. Jack Potter, please send us the text. Not just quote it, just r- send it to us so that we can be able to read it from your tweet. Be so kind. And then Pagama Beje. I'm hoping I'm reading that. Pagama or Pagama. Beje at Pagama or Pagama writes to share my view in advance, Mr. Naye. Just say Naye. It's all right. Brother Naye. Just say Naye. She says, or he says, I think God doesn't create robots. He created us with free will. Even though of creator, even the thought of creating creatures who can, may, and will hate him is love on its own. It's only when we leave God's presence that bad and evil things happen. Okay, Mbeje Pagama or Pagama, what happens to the child who gets molested by his or her own father? Did the child leave God's presence? Did the slaves leave God's presence when they were taken to transatlantic slave trade? What about the people who died at the Twin Towers? Did they leave God? Wait, wait, wait. How about South Africans? Ever since 1652, did we leave God's presence? Is that why we had apartheid in our country? Is it because the whole world has left God? Is that why we have COVID-19? I don't know. Perhaps you might seek to enlighten us there. Beje Pagama or Pagama. Zulu Tolum Tenge at X Mantantana writes, Look, Nai, this God we praise has never promised paradise and strife-free universe. Actually, he did, sir. He gave us a choice of abiding by him, lest we perish. God knew about the upheavals that existed even before man and matter was created. It's a matter of believing in him or not. Well, depending on which faith you believe in, he actually does promise us paradise, Mkeng. I don't know which text you read, but he does. Almost all faiths, almost, almost all faiths have a a version and a paradigm of paradise. And many actually call it paradise. So yeah, he does. He does, sir. Go to Facebook. Paul Chuaya. Hoping I'm reading that correctly. Paul Chuaya writes... Uh, the atheists will always question the existence of God as the suffering continues. But to those who believe we well understand when reading the story of Job, God gave us the freedom of choice to choose either good or evil. Therefore, sometimes we suffer as the result of our choices. Then the question can be, what about the suffering of the innocent people and kids who even know or uh, didn't do anything wrong? That is how know that the wickedness of the devil is so great on this planet that none of us can grasp it. To be so wicked to find one's pleasure and delight only in the misfortune of other people, in lingering hunger, thirst, 
uh, misery and want in the perpetuation of nothing but bloodshed and treason, especially in the lives of those who neither have done nor could do any harm. This is the hellish and ins uh, insatiable rage and fury of the wretched devil. The scripture says he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. John 8, 44. Wow, Paul Chawaya. Wow. Well, remember Job's children? What did they do? Yeah, you gave an example of Job. What about his children who were killed having a good time? What do they do? Hmm? Okay, maybe you're just referring to the wretchedness of the devil. Okay. Andy Lemevini. Uh, and Levin writes uh, Thank you, thank you uh, They say Bible provide that all evil bad things Has to happen in the eyes of many people For a long period of time So that a prophet to be realized And mighty power of God to be a great testimony After all these temporary agony perished However, in communism ideology world They will say no good God Okay, Andile Mevini Okay I'm hoping I'm reading that correctly. Did he allow the evil? We the humans did allow the evil to inflict us with thoughts that filled with lies. And if you act on that thought, you allow the evil. Hence, we fight the wars daily and Satan creates a stronghold in our brains. He attacks that part of the brain knowing that the lied he lied to us telling us you cannot live without a smoke some it's a drink some it's some it's the drugs and rage of your disappointment to overwhelm us God is our love God is our lawgiver God is our rebuilder of our better uh, bettered lives God feeds mountain of the earth and you doubt his power that he can feed you too God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in truth and in spirit and goes not in vain thank you I hear you okay if you say so uh, uh, can you please scroll up for me please Sbongile Madonzela write uh, God in quotation marks is just an ideology created to keep people on a straight and narrow all these things that religious people say God is is in their religious people's imagination and fantasy that's Sbongile Madonzela thank you Sbongile Madonzela okay just say so <laughs> Shabani wa nechifepe. Hoping I'm reading that correctly. Writes, who said God allows evil and good things to happen? Question mark. Question mark. We are on our own. That is why we have police, soldiers, courts, etc. Okay, got it. Shabani wa nechifepe. I heard you. It's 20 minutes now before eight. We're gonna take a break and come back, and then we're gonna shift over to um, the WhatsApp voice notes and the WhatsApp text as much as I can and take some of your calls as well on 0891-104-207-0891-104-207. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. All right, we're going to take your calls, 0891-104-207, We'll be reading your text, your WhatsApp texts and also your voice notes. So to the calls, I'm going to ask you to be as brief as you can. So I'm going to come with it as many people as possible. Let's go to Sakile and Kezaren. Sakile, good evening. Yes, yes, man. How are you? I'm all right, Sakile. How are yes, you? Yes, yes. Now, you're talking about underdeveloped slave trade. That's old, man. There's slave trade going on in Libya today. Say that again. No, what? there is slave trade going on in Libya today. Less trade. 
Slave trade. Oh, slave trade. Yes. 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 In yes, Libya yes, today. Yes, we Africans know. are trying to cross the Mediterranean and they are dying yeah. today. Yeah. In Yemen, what did these children do? Yeah. They, they, they had nothing to do with that war, but they are dying. In yeah. Syria, everywhere in the part of the world, there is a crisis. Then, God, come on, God, you know, help us. <laughs> Okay, you're talking to me. Talk to God. You're right to say, come on, God. Call him telephone to Jesus. That's what they say. Let's go to Anonymous. My Anonymous, good evening. In Pumalang. Hey, good, good, good evening uh, to your leaders and to SAFM listeners. Yes, Anonymous. Uh, for me, it's, it's, re- it's really confusing that uh, they, they, they say if you have children or you bring children in, the, in, in this world, it's, uh, it's a consequence. But at the end of the day, they, they Christians tell you that uh, a child is a gift from God. And the fact that you you will be compensated for the pain you've been going through all your life in the end, then that's a no-no for me. What's an, is, is the compensation a no-no? Yeah, the, the, the compensation that you, a child must be, for example, must be raped from an early age suffer her whole life, even going to church, even praying, and then at the end of the day, she will be compensated by God in the end. I, 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 I didn't really agree with that. Okay, got it. Thank you very much, Anonymous. Appreciate your call. Let's go to Emmanuel in Germiston. Good evening, Emmanuel. Good evening. Hi. Uh, I want to add on to this uh, topic. Uh, you see, the Abraham had two children. Mm. God said... He had more than two, but I'm sure you're referring to just two. No, uh, I'm taking an example of the chosen one. And the one that wasn't the chosen one. And there were more than just those. There yes, was, I know. There was, there was Penina, remember. Go ahead. Yeah, no, but I'm not referring to what God says in the Bible. Referring yes, it's also in the Bible there. Go ahead, go ahead, Emmanuel. Each mile, which God said, this one was not a chosen child. He is going to suffer and have wars all his life. So, and it's the same whereby you look in the Old Testament, uh, God said, those have made them, they have given them the law because they were stubborn. And those of the New Testament have given them the grace. And those of the Old Testament were the image of things to come. So you can't blame God. Where do you get that, that from, Emmanuel? Where do you get no, that from? No, those are things that refer into the Bible. No, sir. Tell me where. Where in the Bible does it talk about the images of those? That's not in the Bible. That's your theology. No, it is. Show me that. Okay, I'm going to give the references to you because I do study the Bible well. Yes. In the Old Testament, God says the old are images of the things to come, which are those that refers to us as the new. All right. Come back yeah. with the verse. Then, All right. So sometimes things that happen, we see as if God has allowed them because they are evil. It depends on our understanding of evil. Things that happen to people, we call them evil. Sometimes God allows things that are there to produce results that we don't see with our naked eyes. So someone might even have a car accident and die. Sometimes it depends on the way we treat our faith and the way we understand the, the, the ways of God. And he says in the Bible, you cannot question him who made you, why he made you like that. he got reasons for everything that happened. Yeah, you see, Emmanuel, you're, you're making all sorts of allegations about the Bible, but you're not quoting any text for us. It, 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 okay. it, it comes across as though you're just making up verses now. Just okay. share with us the text that you believe are referring to what you're saying. Let's let's not just uh, uh, make them up. All right, if it's there, read it to us, and then we we, we move from there. All right, Emmanuel.
Okay, I'll WhatsApp you all the verses. All right, thank you very much, Manuel. Yeah. Okay, all right, like I, I said, we would love to hear to hear from you. If it's just your opinion, then we take it as opinion. But don't say the Bible says, and then you don't tell us where. Morris is in Limpopo. Good evening. Is it Maurice? Uh, yes, you're speaking to Mabokwana, Skinot, Limpopo. Oh, Mabokwana, yes. Yes, I just want to comment shortly on this point. Go you ahead. Know, uh, from this uh, uh, text, Romans chapter 8, verse number 28. All right, go ahead, read it. It says, as I read here, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, yeah. to them who are the called according to his purpose. Now, we take the word all, which means evil and bad things work together for good to those who love God, yeah. and they are called for, for his own purpose. Nice. Okay. So God is good, which means God is good all the time. Yeah. <laughs> whether bad things happen, whether good things happen, God is always good. Nice perspective. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate your point there, Maurice or Morris. <laughs> I like that perspective. I've never heard that one before. Evil and good works together. That's what the text the text says, all things. So his take is both evil and good. All of them work together for good. Nice. Interesting. Interesting take. We'll take a break and come back and then give um, Sheikh the opportunity to give his parting shot. And then we conclude our conversation with a few voice notes and some WhatsApp texts after we've given our guests the opportunity to give us their responses to all of this. You're still listening to Facts of Faith. Hashtag SAFM Facts of Faith Let's shoot straight to the Sheikh to hear his response to all of this and hear his parting shot. Sheikh, you go ahead. Okay. Uh, yes, that uh, reference. Uh, can you hear me now? I can, sir. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, that reference is in Bukhari, chapter 7, yeah. volume 7, and uh, hadith number 564. Yeah. It says that no one is afflicted any uh, sickness or calamity or whatever you you know we spoke about the natural disasters or whatever and and god will god almighty will expiate his sins and remove his sins from him just as a tree uh, the leaves are shed from a tree that's the recompense for him because of what he underwent so it's a test and a trial but it will be expiation. And on, they, you'll find this in another book of Hadith called Tirmidhi, in uh, Hadith number 1562, where one of the companions, Sa'ad, you know, Rajarana uh, said, the similar thing that God will not uh, let any, you know, uh, difficulty, sickness, uh, abuse, rape, whatever you want to call it, happen to you without it being an expiation for your sins. So, my other parting word I want to say is that when, let's take a case in Islam, how Islam looks at it now, so that I can end up on this note. So let's say somebody kills somebody, all right? So the, the person, the killer, and then on the victim who was murdered. In Islam, the, the killer will get his punishment as of a murderer, and the victim will get a, the reward of a martyr. And a martyr gets the highest abode in paradise. So he'll be he'll be rewarded with not just paradise, but the you know it's not just a building, a holiday resort, but the penthouse in the holiday resort <laughs> where it's the highest, right? So <laughs> so you will you will be rewarded for the pain and suffering you went, and you'll come to realize that this world was a temporary world in any case, but the, the hereafter is everlasting. So when it happens here, we're looking at the guy as a victim and untrained. But when you're on that side, you would say, hey, I wish I was that guy that was murdered because look at the reward. 
what I'm getting now. Okay. So I, those are my parting words. And I, this is how Islam looks at it. Got it. Sheikh Rafiq Hassan, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. <laughs> Always the penthouse. <laughs> Keep well, Naya. Thank you very All much, Sheikh. All right, Sheikh Rafiq Hassan from the Islamic Interfaith Research Institute. As we have, we still have two of our guests, and I'd like to hear their responses to all the tweets, Facebook posts, and uh, uh, the comments you heard on the call line. Let's begin with the bishop. Bishop, you've been listening. Your response. Um, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and it reads as follows. Um, Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. I'm going to skip to verse 28. Then God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. 29. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed. For the sake of time, let me just skip over to verse... uh, to the very last verse, 31. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. That scripture sums up God's intention for mankind and for the earth. No evil in it. People made in God's image in likeness made to have dominion over the earth. God had given mankind the earth as mankind's domain. Skip over to chapter 3 of Genesis. You see the fall of man. Briefly, briefly, Bishop. Sorry, sir? Briefly, please. Oh, yes. Um, So, in a nutshell... The 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 the, the, domina- the domination of mankind over the earth has brought the evilness, the sicknesses, the deaths, and the diseases because God created man in a good space with good intention, and then He gave them the earth to rule over, and then it is in that rulership when man fell, the the falling of man created all the um, the evil that is happening within the domain of man. Right. As to how that is possible, we'll, we can discuss it on another day, but when you look at how they, they, were, they ate the fruit of the knowledge of evil and the knowledge of good, the knowledge basically means if you know, you can manifest. But a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So in brief, I'm saying the dominance of man on earth, when man fell, then evil came and dominated the earth. All right, thank you very much uh, there, uh, Bishop. By the way, God created that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which means God came up with the evil as well. Uh, Russ? We will discuss that on okay. another day. <laughs> okay. Russ, your response, <laughs> your response Russ Tauta. Um, Brother Naya, my response is, um, here we are dealing with beings that were created with 
self-will, the ability to do good and bad. Now, quoting from His Majesty's speech on the ultimate challenge, where he say, where is our help come from? We should look up to the Almighty who created us in His image and likeness, that He should not permit us to destroy humanity that is created in our image and likeness. So simply saying to us, we are beings given a free will to do good and bad. So our relationship with God is the one that is to keep us consistently focused on doing good and not allow ourselves to drift to the influence of the evil to find ourselves destroying ourselves and humanity that is made in our image and likeness. All right, all right. Uh, okay, let's go shoot straight to the voice notes. Let's go ahead, Mr. Sylvester. I'd like to agree with Sakido on this one. That there's. Hello, Night. Tobega and Durban. Hi, Night. You know, I'd like to agree with Sakido on this one. That there's a lot that is going on, especially this corona. And. I don't know whether it's God trying to level things, but there has to be something has to give. God something leveling. has to give. So <laughs> I, when they say it's God that brings on these things, I mean, come on, God. Like just like Sakina said, come on, God. Tomek, <laughs> God is trying to level. <laughs> okay, you're right. Next one, Sylvester. Good evening, Naye. Mm. This is Philip. I just want to read James 1. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. And then verse 17, every good and perfect gift is from above and cometh from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So now we cannot associate God with evil. And uh, much as you have just raised a point to say, uh, a point of choice. So now we cannot even blame humanity or blame people to say they have sinned. These are consequences of sin in the Garden of Eden because sin uh, destroyed everything. Sin destroyed man and sin brought all these sufferings. So it doesn't mean that God cannot save us as long as we can trust and focus in God and speak what is positive, then we can see the solution. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, sir. But remember, Job was tempted by God. It is God who came up with this whole idea of tempting Job. So perhaps that verse needs to be revisited to find out what exactly it means. Uh, good evening, Nai. Mm. I don't. This is Tato from Bloomfontein. Yes, I don't Tato. think God is good all the time. Okay. Uh, there are instances in the there are instances in the Bible where uh, he was responsible for 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 the bad things. Remember uh, when he drowned everybody and saved those who were in the ark. Um, the instances where uh, <clears throat> where he, he, he totally destroyed uh, Egypt and killed all the innocent people just because of Pharaoh. So uh, it's not good all the time. Okay, let's play the final one. Good evening, uh, your team, including your guest. My name is Wonderful. I'm in Durban. Yes, wonderful. I think uh, God is always good. If okay. anything wrong or painful happened to people, who never made the wrong choices. 
I think it's all about times and seasons. I think and God he authorized that thing to be. Anything happened to people or to everyone, it's authorized by God. God knows the times and the seasons oh of those incidents. Oh so he authorized them all to be. Oh. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You're most welcome. God authorizes the times and seasons. Okay. That's how we're going to conclude our program for today. Bishop Julius Malloy, President of the Christian Ministers of Southern Africa. Thank you very much. Appreciate you coming through with your insights. Sheikh Rafiq Hassan from the Islamic Interfaith Research Institute. Thank you. Rastel Talharamanuba, President of the Rastafari United Front. Thank you to my team. Thank you. Ramina Ayalu Pondwana and the team. Have a wonderful evening and Godspeed.